let's imagine you've been successfully promoting your podcast. People cannot wait to listen to your newest episode. You see increases in your listener downloads through your publishing platform, and then you go to delve deeper into the insights and you see something that just does not make sense. The percentage of listeners who have actually made it through the majority of your episode is abysmally low. Your downloaded numbers look good, but the number of people who have actually made it through more than the first one to three minutes, single digit percent. How is this possible when you put all of this time and effort into finding these listeners in the first place? They seem to be interested in your topic, and yet they're not even sticking around long enough to listen to the darn thing. Is this all just wasted time and effort? Why are we even doing this? If you've ever felt this kind of discouragement, then don't worry. I have the solution for you in this episode. We are going to dive into exactly how the pros are using their podcast intros, the first five minutes to hook their listeners in so that they cannot turn their podcast off. My name is Deidre Shen. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Capture, software that helps experts who podcast create their AI-generated episode promo content to grow their audience. And this is the Grow My Podcast Show. Let's get into it. Hi, and welcome to the Grow My Podcast Show. My name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Cap Show. In this episode, I am so excited to be taking you through how three incredibly different, yet all incredibly successful podcasting pros who have built large, huge audiences and successful podcasts, how it is that they hook their listeners in. And Let me tell you a little bit about why this is so important. You may know about the first podcast that we launched called The Growth Boss Podcast. We started it because I was told by one of my mentors, Russell Brunson, that we needed to start publishing and we're incredibly coachable people, so we just did. However, what he never told us was how we actually grow the thing. I know the primary reason he told all of us to start publishing was so that we can find our voices. But I am incredibly high on needing an ROI, so I needed to see it grow in audience first and then ultimately into leads and clients. And it wasn't until a private funnel hackathon event that he was holding for his coaching clients that it started actually coming together for me. He was talking about how to get people onto a webinar and entice them to stay, which was all about creating raw curiosity. Of course. Of course, that makes sense. And if this was the secret to getting people to come and stay on a webinar, then what I was thinking about in my own mind then and there was, would this also work for podcasting? So I went back and I started listening more closely to some of my favorite podcasters. What was it that they said and did that compelled me to not only tune into a particular podcast episode, but to also stay? What did they do in those first five minutes of an episode that so masterfully set up what was to come? And as I listened to more and more, it started clicking to place for me. 
that was when I sat down and I started scribbling out the start of my content honey trap framework and mental models mental models that I then started testing myself. And through these tests, I could see the results of the percentage of people listening to the whole episode increasing by multiples. It was incredible. It was working. Now, I won't be going into those eight different mental models in this episode. If you want to get more closely acquainted with those, I invite you to listen or re-listen to the first and second episodes of this podcast. What I'm going to do instead is go through a three-step framework and some examples of really effective intros from three pro podcasters and how they are using content honey traps to hook their listeners in to stay until the end. With that said, we'll be diving into that right after this short ad break. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. We are now going to be taking you through a three-step framework for you to use in your podcast intro to hook your listeners in so that they have to stay until the end. And to help me do that, I am joined by my co-founder, Bonnet Rye. Welcome, Bonnet. (laughs) So good to be here. Okay. So first things first, when I say podcast intro, I'm really talking about the first five, it's probably not even five minutes. It's more like two minutes, three minutes. Yes. But let's say up to five minutes of your episode. So for everyone listening to this, this is the key. Okay, this is the key. Tattoo that on your mind. How do you use the first five minutes of your episode to hook your listeners in? Okay, so the first step is to know who you're actually even talking to. I feel like this is the first step for every... It really (laughs) is. Who really... And so many of us skip it. Yes. Sounds so obvious. So, so, uh, anyway, and you guys, people, I'm speaking to people next. 
yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely not the dogs and cats, you know, just the people. Okay, so uh, this goes back to, yeah, we spoke about in the last episode, actually, this whole concept of really niching down or finding very specifically the people that you're going to be talking to. So if you haven't caught that episode yet, go and do that because that's going to help you with this first step. It's going to make it so, so simple for you. Uh, We actually even go through a formula, a three-step formula uh, in that episode. So go do that. Now, the reason why it's so important is because you need a really strong premise for your show because people will only hang around if they know that they're actually in the right place. Mm -hmm. That's just human nature. Like we're never going to, well, most of us will never go into some really random place. Like we just don't belong to. I would never find myself in, I don't know, where would I ever find myself? Like, I love your analogies, so please. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're really bad. That's so funny. (laughs) Like, I I don't think I would find myself at a rock and roll concert. I say that, but I'm like, you never know. Yeah, I never know. Even if we do stumble upon a random place, I think the first thing we do is assess to see if it's for us. If you're like, oh, so I was thinking if you do end up at a rock and roll concert, but maybe it's for, if you realize that it's actually for people who are just exploring rock and roll music and they, they don't know if it's for them and they then you probably would stay. And again, it comes down to, it's a very specific niche of um, rock and roll newbies. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I probably wouldn't hang around at say an ACDC concert where everyone has face painted yes. their faces and they're all like super, because I'm like, I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> This is not the place I get you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did I stumble across this alternate universe? Yeah. So that this goes with everything, right? Like people need to know that they're actually in the right place. Yeah. To help us illustrate this, we're actually going to play an example of an intro and we're going to actually talk about why it's so powerful. So let's get into the first podcast pro. I think I... I feel like I grew up on this podcast. It's been around for for that long, but has made such an impact on so many, I know so many of our lives, but this is how I built this with Guy Raz. So we're going to play his intro and then we are going to deep dive into why this is so powerful. What did that mean? What did the recession mean for a restaurant like 11 Madison Park at that time? For us, it it hit us really hard. We tried to operate at a four-star level like we had so many meetings where we said, hey, we lost money, like huge amounts. I mean, we had nights where we had four guests in the restaurant. From NPR, it's How I Built This, a show about innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists, and the stories behind the movements they built. Okay, so... He mentioned in his standard intro that's that overlays the music, he talks about this being a show about innovators, entrepreneurs, idealists, and stories behind and the stories behind the movements that they built. So powerful. So powerful. And I think so many times I listened to that and I didn't even there's kind of two 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 trains of thoughts. One thought one is, oh, it sounds really general. It sounds like, oh yeah, he's just talking to like entrepreneurs and and people like that. But then the more that you listen to it, mm. the more that it really starts to, well, for me anyway, ingrain the the community that he's building. Yes, almost even the transformation that he's helping his audience achieve. Because in my mind and through listening to his podcast, it's not just an interview based 
podcast where he gets people to talk about their stories. I mean, yes, obviously that's a key part of it. Yeah. But it's so designed so that all of those ahas, the epiphanies, the he's really almost mapping out this blueprint for all of us other entrepreneurs. Mm to follow yes in a way yes so I don't know yeah please jump in with your yeah because I think as as you were saying that I think the thing that it's so hard to think about because because we've been listening to this podcast for a while so it's like almost yeah I know what it's about but yeah to your point I think it's the simplicity of the title as well Mm because like how I built this it's like okay it's about building so was definitely that and it's just like subtle things it's like a movement versus a company they built and you're like okay this is definitely going to be for more impact-based people who've been who managed to create, as you say, communities. And I think it layers, what I realized is he does a really, guy does a really good job of whether you're like, I remember listening to this before I'd even had any entrepreneurship aspirations, mm. but it's really interesting. And then I'm like, maybe a little bit curious about this. And I don't necessarily have to be like, I'm an innovator, but it is about innovators and how they build these movements. Or you're like right in the thick of it and you just really want to learn how someone did it. And then, and I remember you, you used to listen and be like, oh, I was listening to this episode. Here's what we need to try. Yes. You know, and you're like, it's so practical and implementable as well. So I think he's managed to create all of that. And it, and it, especially in every episode, because it is focused on one particular person and how they've done what they've done really specifically, immediately can be like, okay, I can't wait to listen to this thing. So I think he's just managed to do a really, and I think simplicity is probably what he's really struck, you know, mm. really done a really good job of. Yeah. So I love that. So that already, if you are someone, definitely an entrepreneur, an innovator, an idealist, yeah. <laughs> is looking to build something and, and to your point, to not just build a company, but to build a movement to mm-hmm. actually make an impact on this world, you know immediately you're in the right place. Yes. Immediately. Yes. Just through that intro, just through the first a minute, yes. I think. Okay, so that was the first. And so that's just to illustrate uh, the first point. Now, another podcast intro that I wanted to use an example to illustrate this first point of know who it is that you're talking to is the Mind Valley podcast. So we'll play that intro and then we'll be back to dive into that. When there's change, we all look for help. We need somebody that can help us be able to have a different perspective. We need somebody who can guide us through case studies. We need somebody who can be a mirror. We need somebody who can be our coach. I am Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Hello there, and welcome to the Mind Valley podcast. I'm your guest host, Coach Ajit, and today we are talking about something that I think all of us have an aspiration for. Do you want the perfect business and the perfect career for your life? Do you want to make more money, have more freedom, and also have more impact in the world outside? Well, if that is you, you're at the right place. Today we are discussing what is it that you can do to have the perfect business and the perfect career in your life? How is it that you can create more money that you're currently making right now? How you can have more time freedom for yourself than you will have right now? And how is it that you can actually make more impact in the society than you are making right now. But before we get into it, let's understand what are some of the variables that will define the perfect career, at least for the sake. Okay, so really interestingly, he he talks about, similar to, to Guy Raz, but he talks about in, in his intro, bringing the best, the greatest teachers, actually he said the greatest teachers mm. and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas for personal growth, mind, body, spirit, and work. So again, very succinct yes, <laughs> in yes. terms of the calling forward 
the people that his audience, the people mm. that he wants to serve and what it is that they're going, what that transformation is that yes. they can help them achieve. I remember this reminds me of the story of how I first discovered this podcast and our mutual boss at the time, or I just decided to leave the role that you and I were in together, Deidre. And as part of one of his like parting gifts, I guess, <laughs> he said, I think you would really enjoy this podcast. And I was thinking about now how he positioned it to me. And he just said to me, Bonna, you seem to be at this inflection point in your life where you're just so open to absolutely everything. Your personal development is just going to skyrocket no matter what you do. And this is really just such a, a thirst quencher for people like you. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting yeah. because I think, and, and I look at it now and it's like, yes, it's all about in some very easy way, connecting with the greatest teachers. So these are students, these are people who want to learn. And his audience are people who aren't like, let me be the thought leader. Yes. They are looking for thought leaders and looking for teachers. And they're so, I think that's why I listen to this podcast a lot, because that, that's very much me. I know I can teach people some things, but like I'm a student, like I, I, that's probably the most, the biggest identity that, that I relate to. Mm-hmm. So that's why this is so powerful to me. For someone who doesn't resonate as much, that's probably just going to sound like a lot of buzzwords, like yes. powerful ideas, greatest teachers, thought leaders. Yeah. It obviously would sound a little bit, yeah, you know, it wasn't, I mean, no, just be like, maybe even repulsive, right? Yes. But I think for, for people who are really, and, and that's why I remember that, that you know, it's a thirst quencher for you. I was like, yes, because that's what I was looking for I was yeah. really really and this kind of and and vision puts forward the podcast is where he curates that for you rather than you having to google search yeah all these different people yes I think he does an extremely good job of that it's so powerful yeah and I think I like your point because the definitely for people who are more on the growth mindset spectrum of knowing that yeah they have expertise in some areas but yes. in a lot of areas they're not they're still learning to yes. point they're still students yeah you're not going to be repulsed by that but I think this is the other thing the great thing about knowing who it is you're talking to and not trying to talk to everyone is that you do you want to repel the people exactly. that are just not it's just not going to make sense for them to listen to your podcast exactly you know uh, it's a kind of the, the flip that you want to be doing both you want to be magnetizing the people that you 100% want to be talking to and be really intentful intentional with the words that you use and at the same time you want to be using that to repel the people who are like what do you mean I'm not here to learn I, yeah. I know everything already it just sounds too like woo woo or something yeah right? exactly I'm, like, exactly. I'm going to learn from something else which is yes. totally fine because then you don't want to be yet yeah paying for those people with your time exactly okay so that is the first thing that you need to do in your first five minute five minutes of your podcast is know who it is that you're speaking to, have a strong premise for your show and actually succinctly call that out. Okay. So that's number one. Number two is use content honey traps. And I should say that in a singular, you because you probably don't want to be using too many in <laughs> your, your the first five minutes. So think try using just one, one content honey trap and you can why is it so powerful when, especially when it's combined with that first tip, you're, you're calling your people forward. And then with this, by using a content honey trap, you are talking specifically to a pain point that they have, to a vision that they have, to a compelling story that is going to hook them. Like mm. it is, this is one of the most powerful, powerful tools that you can have in your belt. Um, this is what actually sparks that raw curiosity that I spoke about uh, at the beginning of this episode, that raw curiosity in people that they're going to be like, I need to listen to the end because I need to know the thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's so hyper-relevant to me. So hyper-relevant. Okay. Let's play a couple of examples here. This one is, we are going to reuse the Guy Ross example, how I built this. So let's play it again. And then we're going to talk about what mental model was actually used that he used so effectively. 
what did that mean? What did the recession mean for a restaurant like 11 Madison Park at that time? For us, it, it hit us really hard. We tried to operate at a four-star level. Like we had f- so many meetings where we said, hey, we lost money, like huge amounts. I mean, we had nights where we had four guests in the restaurant. From NPR, it's How I Built This, a show about innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists, and the stories behind the movements they built. Okay, that was a good one. How cool is that? (laughs) (laughs) You really feel for him, right? Oh my gosh. Okay, Okay, so we're not going to talk... through the eight mental models. Again, if you miss that, go back to episodes one and two. Uh, we actually broke down, we, we spoke about four mental models in episode one and then the other four mental models in episode two of this podcast. So go back and listen if you want that overview, but let's just delve into what was the mental model that he used in that intro. Yeah. And, so, and would we, no surprise, da, 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 cliffhanger. Yes. <laughs> One of our favourites. Yeah. It's just so powerful, just on its own. And that's like, we spoke about this before, but all of the good, any good TV show, soap opera, any, anything that this is the whole premise of their show and the success of their show. Yes. Right. It's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about, uh, that lends itself really well to an episode like How I Built This is because yeah, he is, Guy is interviewing exceptional human beings who through the odds being able to do all of these things. And I think what makes this so powerful was it's almost like the second wind of someone who's obviously built this incredibly successful community and then is now hit with like just the, the unthinkable of like, how do you go from being the world's best restaurant 2017 to like three years later having four people? Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, it's a dream of mine to go to 11. Like. I remember like my friends traveling to New York is like they got the the, the reservation that's yeah. what they're traveling for to have four people in there. like it's just it's crazy it's ridiculous yeah I mean no good bit to the pen we're like no these surely these places and institutions aren't the same yes. as our lives so I think it just really again because and then from an entrepreneurship perspective I'm sure when you were listening to this because you have you've been in hospital and you've got you understand the pain and struggle mm-hmm. so you're probably even more invested you're like oh yes. my goodness please tell me they made it <laughs> <laughs> what that experience was like and what did he do, what did he right? do to, yeah. to navigate out of it exactly because that's what would hook me when I'm like oh okay again as an entrepreneur as a leader innovator and idealist I need to know what got him out of that hole yeah what were the practical things because you know that this is the the power of this particular podcast yes. is yeah. what were the practical things he did because a either we're we're in that ourselves let's say or maybe at some point we will find ourselves there it's always good to know and mm-hmm. learn from people who have been there and done that before so yes super compelling so compelling and makes me want to listen to the end yes okay so that was one let me let us now play another one and this is actually one of our mutual favorites a dare to lead with Brene Brown so let's cue that up right now I'm Brene Brown, and this is Dare to Lead. Ooh, I don't even know what that's code for, but I have one of the most important conversations that we've ever had on Dare to Lead for you today. And it is about work, and it's about the pandemic and the racial reckoning and 
What does it mean for people going to the office for the first time or returning to work or staying hybrid or working from home and how we will never be the same again after what we've experienced over the last couple of years and what that means for all of us. In fact, this is, I believe, such a moment I remember Priya Parker once called it a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to rethink how we do things. This is such a moment in my experience that I'm actually putting this podcast on both Unlocking Us and Dare to Lead this week. We have different audiences for these podcasts, which is interesting and makes sense. But I want everyone to at least be thinking and talking about this. If it's debate or discourse, if you agree, if you don't agree... This is a conversation we need to be having right now as we decide how we're going to rebuild moving forward. Different, very different, very different, very right. inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and I think this one, I think we, we spoke for about a few minutes to be like, hang on, which one, which mental model is this? Yeah. It feels a little bit different. Yes. Right? It's not your typical cliffhanger style. And I think that is the power of Renee, full stop, yeah. is that she just has such a different angle to. The, the norm. Yes. But I think it was just, we really wanted to bring this example in because we wanted to showcase a spectrum. I think a lot of times we do sometimes default to the very, what do you call it, like practical, more the practical, tangible side of business and how-tos and entrepreneurship and things like that. And I think she does just such a great job of still being really practical and value-led, but just having such a different way of positioning it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so why don't you share with us the mental model that she used in this intro? Yeah. So we think she's done a really good job of applying the jaw dropper mental model, mm-hmm. which is normally when there's some sort of framework or a methodology you're sharing that in the episode and how people can, to your point, get practical value through that. But you're really teasing it by sharing a mini secret and really seeding, but something even greater in the episode. Yes. So as the, as the, the clip I've just played where she's really calling forward, Tip number one from today's episode, people and saying, hey, this is an invitation for us, like together yes. to really kind of, this is the first time, this is the, the only time in history we're going to have this opportunity to really rethink and change the way that we work. And it's like, whoa, that's my yes. goodness. That is, that feels like such a big transcendental thing. Yeah. And she's really seeding that in the intro. It's like, yeah. this is going to be a really important conversation. Yeah. And you're going to want to listen to this yeah. because of this big, bigger amazing. thing. Exactly. Like, oh my gosh, I want that. Yes. Right? Especially as, you know, because she's talking to to pioneering leaders who are actual she's calling them out to be like actual leaders yeah through this and, and data leaders all about that so it's a really interesting because yeah she's not going down the traditional path of hey i'm going to teach you this framework and you're going to learn these things as you say but it's almost like a level of transcendence and elevation that's mm-hmm. from that and it's the way she speaks and all of that as well mm-hmm. but it's the bigger thing around i don't even know what it is and i want it yeah Exactly. I want to be on the leading front of doing all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because that's a power door dropper, right? It's like you see something because she could have very well stopped at, we're just going to be talking about these things yeah, as you know, one conversation. But then your jaw drops because it's like, but that's not even the best part yes. of this whole episode. Exactly. Like the best part is we are actually going to level up this whole conversation. Yes. And think even bigger. Yes. And you're like, Yes, please. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I don't know what it is, but I want it. Yeah. And so this is this is step number two, really, of how to create a compelling intro in that first five minutes. Now, 
I myself on this journey around how do we use this for this podcast? Yes. Example, uh, a lot of you might have seen or started to recognize a little bit of a, a theme of how I introduce each podcast episode. I personally leverage because there's eight mental models. It's hard to master all eight and I'm yeah. still on a journey, even though I like come up with it. <laughs> yeah. Theoretically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Theory and, and practice is, is very different. So theoretically, I know that these are the, the mental models that exist, but practically it's hard to remember all eight and try to use them. So I do default a lot to using the boxer mm-hmm. um, and the boxer is really about how do you pull out those pain points and really, you really want to box them in, right? Like you really want to jab them hard with these, with these pain points. Um, and so you always, a, a lot of times uh, on the, on my past episodes and even this one, uh, I, I think I touched on starting off with those pain points mm. and can you relate to this style question? Mm. So that's another mental model that I personally use in my intros. And I think there's something, something, something. What? <laughs> Now we're talking like a Gen Z. <laughs> I think there's something to be said for, as I said, ultimately you want to master all eight and have different storytelling styles. But I think there are um, storytelling styles and uh, influencing styles, but I think there's something to be said for what naturally feels like a good fit for you, firstly, mm-hmm. as a host, and then what feels like a natural fit for the podcast. Yes. You know, obviously, Growing My Podcast Show is all about helping people do exactly that. Yeah. Um, and, and they're feeling a lot of pain in the day-to-day and, and we're here to add value to those specific pain points, but also your natural style is you're a very good problem solver mm-hmm. just naturally. So it's very natural for you to think about, oh gosh, really empathize with someone's pain and really want to agitate a solution for, for yes. them, not just yeah. from a, and then, so I think that's a very natural place to, to come to as well. But then obviously when you're, cause you have multiple podcasts, yes. when you're hosting more of a interview style, probably it's probably more natural for you to go to Shara or yes. Cliffhanger because you're motivate, motivated by sharing their particular story yeah. and they have such amazing stories to share. So you probably naturally find yourself doing that. So I think it, it's almost like that's probably the only thing I would add to that is to say, don't feel like you feel, have to feel the pressure to master it all at once, mm. but also you'll be led by a natural style and the premise of your podcast too. Yes. Love that. Awesome. Okay. So we've gone through uh, step one, which is know who you're talking to. Step two is use a content honey trap. So now step three. Step three is a little bit, I feel like it's a little bit simpler, but it's Mm. like, what are they actually going to learn? What are they actually going to get from this podcast episode? Okay. We want to be explicit about this because again, you've hooked them, you've got them curious, and then you want to give them the, this podcast is going to answer X, Y, Z, whatever it was that you hooked them with. Yes. That's what you're going to be sharing on this podcast. So you want to be explicit with that. So Again, let's go back to, because we're we're talking about three podcasts here. So we are going to revisit the Mind Valley podcast. We'll play the clip again, and then we're going to deep dive into how they do this. How do they actually demonstrate why this episode is going to be massive value for the audience? When there's change, we all look for help. We need somebody that can help us be able to have a different perspective. We need somebody who can guide us through case studies. We need somebody who can be a mirror. We need somebody who can be our coach. I am Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley. 
School for Human Transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley Podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Hello there, and welcome to the Mind Valley Podcast. I'm your guest host, Coach Ajit, and today we are talking about something that I think all of us have an aspiration for. Do you want the perfect business and the perfect career for your life? Do you want to make more money, have more freedom, and also have more impact in the world outside? Well, if that is you, you're at the right place. Today we are discussing what is it that you can do to have the perfect business and the perfect career in your life. How is it that you can create more money that you're currently making right now? How you can have more time freedom for yourself than you will have right now? And how is it that you can actually make more impact in the society than you are making right now? But before we get into it, let's understand what are some of the variables that will define the perfect career, at least for sake. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the Mind Valley podcast does do this really well, like we talked about um, in the previous tip. They're all about helping students mm-hmm. and pe- people who identify as being students. The the flip side is that students are learning a lot. There's lots of things they're consuming. A lot of them might just stay at consuming. So it's really important to get to the heart of exactly what you're going to get. I think the key thing also is because this is all about getting, as you said, in the intro of this episode is to listen past the one minute, two minute, five minute, and actually consume all of that. So what you don't want to do is just actually give away the whole thing of the key, spoil the key takeaway. Yes. So you want to expand on the promise of your title and what you're going to cover. And hey, this is what you're going to learn in this example. How do you get more income? How do you have more impact? Mm -hmm. For the how, I still need to listen to the podcast. Exactly. Right. I exactly. Sometimes I know I'm guilty of this where I just want to save people time and just give them the thing that they need. Yeah. But you look at notes. Well, why would I listen to a exactly. podcast? A podcast. So that is probably the main thing where you still, like I said, you want to be tangible and not just some vague promise bit more tangible and expand on what they're going to actually get, mm-hmm. but be and, and really focus on the desired result. Yes. But how that's going to happen. Hey, I can't wait to share with you. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. It's so powerful. And you can see how these three things are coming together. They build on each other, right? It's like, let's call them forward. Let's give them a hook and then let's alleviate that almost that pain or that curiosity by saying this podcast is going to do it this way, but not actually go into the how yet. Yes. That's what they're there to scratch. Exactly. Yeah. That's what the rest of the episode is going to be about. Yes. Okay. So that's uh, so powerful. Okay. So that's a Mind Valley podcast. Let's now revisit the Brene Brown intro. Hi, everyone. I'm Brene Brown, and this is Dare to Lead. I don't even know what that's code for, but. I have one of the most important conversations that we've ever had on Dare to Lead for you today. And it is about work and it's about the pandemic and the racial reckoning and what does it mean for people going to the office for the first time or returning to work or staying hybrid or working from home and how we will never be the same again after what we've experienced over the last couple of years and what that means for all of us. In fact, this is, I believe, such a moment. I remember Priya Parker once called it a once in a lifetime opportunity to rethink how we do things. This is such a moment in my experience that I'm actually putting this podcast on both Unlocking Us and Dare to Lead this week. We have different audiences for these podcasts, which is 
interesting and makes sense. But I want everyone to at least be thinking and talking about this. If it's debate or discourse, if you agree, if you don't agree, this is a conversation we need to be having right now as we decide how we're going to rebuild moving forward. This is so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Because again, it's so different. Okay. So how Brene positions things is so different, but what she, it's almost like at a, at another level, dare we say at a meta level. (laughs) I hear that so much now being said. I'm like, we went through a whole episode with us saying the word meta, we had to say it. (laughs) But okay. So we know that the premise of this episode for her is about rethinking how we work in this once in a lifetime opportunity right now. But what I love about how, like the the way that she positions the value or what is it that people are going to get out of this episode is it's not about anchoring in, you know, yeah, and we'll learn these things or I'm going to cover these things. She's actually inviting people to completely elevate. Yes. Not only their way of thinking, but themselves by actually listening to the rest of the podcast episode. Like that's how you feel, right? You're like, wow, if I listen to the rest of this, I'm going to be this bigger, better, whatever leader version and version of myself absolutely i think this is why renee obviously we're super fans we're probably like a little bit biased but i think the reason we are as well is because she is able to take these yeah somewhat more conceptual things make them like punctuate them with such i think relevance yes and then to your point it's the way i was thinking about it is that even if you don't believe that you're there or even if you don't believe you know it is the identity you want to have yes so you listen to this podcast and subscribe to it and her just kind of speaking directly just to you to say, hey, this is us. We're going to do this. It it feels like, yes, like you say, just by listening to this, you feel like you're going to become a better leader. And you feel like you're letting being led into this like more secret community or like, yes. you know, this is this chosen or whatever. It, yeah. You know, without her expressly saying it. Yeah. You know, it's a very open invitation. It's available on all platforms, but it's quite done quite intimately. And I think that's will be the power of her particular brand. Again, it's, it's going to repel people who don't operate like that. And that's yeah. fine too. So I think it's about being completely unapologetically yourself in yes. that way. And as you say, this is all about elevation. Yeah. Which is awesome. Wow. Okay. So I hope that you guys got a lot out of this episode because we just broke down with real examples of pro podcasters who are doing this, how it is that they actually get people in, hook people in the first five minutes and have them stay. Uh, Because a lot of times we look at our metrics and the vanity metrics of almost like how many downloads we've had, but that doesn't actually speak to the quality of your podcast, of your content. And the quality starts with that intro. Like how well can you actually hook someone in so that they are compelled to stay to the end? because that's what your intro is doing. It's setting it up um, so that they have to listen to the end. So the three things, know who you're talking to, use a content honey trap, and then what are they going to learn? Be explicit about that. Okay, so we will, for any for those of you who like those cheat sheets, we'll drop one in the show notes so you can go and get a cheat sheet in the show notes. Uh, and if you love this episode, please take a screenshot and share it in on the socials and Instagram. Tag me um, at Deidre Shen. And I would just love to almost like listen along with you as you're listening to it. So please tag me, share me, leave us a review, leave us a rating. You know, that means a lot to us and we would so, so appreciate that. And 
don't forget to sign up for the Capture Beta program. You guys, this is a once in a lifetime chance to get in on the ground floor to something that is going to be game changing for this industry, for everyone involved. Uh, We're talking AI powered, AI generated show notes, episode title, descriptions, social media captions, emails, emails, transcriptions, like (laughs) all that at your fingertips in like, oh, it's insane. All right. You're so good. I'm going to stop talking about it because I could go about it forever. Have you signed up to the beta (laughs) press? Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you on the next episode of Grow My Podcast Show. Bye. Bye.